Welcome to Easy Big Takes, the podcast where we read you the one star reviews of your favorite movies and more. But this time we're not going to talk about movies. Also, I'm Kat. And I'm Riley. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't practice any of that. So (laughs) it's different. It's a new episode of something new. This is new for everybody. Yeah. Welcome to Three Step Rex, where we pick a TV show. Sometimes we both like the TV show or both have already seen it. That's the case with this one. But with other ones, sometimes the other one hasn't seen it. So we pick three episodes. We watch them. We talk about them. And we kind of discuss if this TV show is worth watching after only seeing three episodes. So what TV show did we mutually pick for this episode? It's a random one, but it's it's Catfish. The TV show. The TV show. And also, just by the end of this episode, please give us some feedback on this because it's new. Let us know anything that was bad you didn't like or anything you did like or anything you'd want to see for these TV show episodes. So if you don't know, Catfish the TV show didn't start out on its own. It was initially Catfish the movie or the documentary that came out in 2010 and focused on the host of the TV show, Nev Shulman, and his experience with being catfished. It was made by Nev, his brother Ariel, and their friend Henry Joost, who weirdly enough directed Paranormal Activity 3 and 4. And also, another weird coincidence, I was watching the show The Watcher while I was doing my research for this, and he was the executive producer on the show The Watcher. Oh. And he's, he's like, been around in the film industry for a while, so you might recognize his name. Yeah. It sounds like it. But when they transitioned to the TV show, they brought in Max Joseph. My favorite. Who... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I found in an interview with Max in 2013 by Veronica Tony in the Washington Post that Nev's older brother, Ariel, was friends with Max, and they'd been friends since they were about 15, and the three of them grew up together in New York. And whenever they were in talks with Nev, when MTV was in talks with Nev for developing Catfish, the TV show, he asked Max to be in the pilot with him, and then he basically just became the co-host of the show with him. It's so cute that they've known each other for so long, too. Yeah, it's very sweet. It is. Okay, so there's eight seasons at this time of recording. There are eight seasons of Catfish. I think it ended. I keep seeing stuff where it ended, but like on Wikipedia, it has like a two present on its like runtime. Hmm. So I don't know if they're planning on bringing it back or not, but there are 210 episodes of the show. Maybe they finished a season and they're not sure if they're gonna... Probably. Probably. They were probably... Because they switched co-hosts, as you'll Mm -hmm. talk about a little more in a second, but they switched co-hosts. Maybe they didn't get a good response from the new co-host being in there. It seems like people like her from what I've seen. I mean, it's the same show. I do love Max and I don't, I probably will miss him once I start, start watching those seasons with the new Mm co-host. But, um, I mean, the show's still the same. You're still going to get the same content really yeah and it seems like uh, from what i've read because i haven't watched the seasons with her in it but from what i've read it seems like her and nev have good energy too That's like good. it's not there's it's there's no lack of chemistry between them mm-hmm. but for just a little bit of the premise and how the show came to be so the documentary catfish coined the term catfish and at the time this was defined as a type of deceptive activity involving a person creating a fake social networking presence for nefarious purposes now it can also be used to say that someone has been editing their pictures online or enhancing them or in some way presents images of themselves that do not look like them in real life. It's sometimes used in a joking way. I think it used to be a lot more thrown out women by men in a mean way, but I think people use it more jokingly. I've seen a lot of people use it towards themselves. Yeah. But in the original Catfish documentary, Nev discovers that the woman he had been in an online relationship with had not been honest in describing herself. And the intention of this show is to help people who are emotionally entangled with someone who they have not met in person. And they investigate whether or not the person is legitimate and if they're a catfish. And Nev specified in a Zap to It article in 2012 that their intention is not to expose the catfish by pulling the rug out from under them, saying, quote, whether or not two people are totally lying to each other and it turns out to be a huge huge disaster, that's only the first part of the story. We want to know why they are doing it, who they are, what they are feeling, what led them to this place, and why that resonates with thousands of other young people who have the same feelings, who don't have someone to talk to or don't know how to express themselves, end quote. 
and that's what the show really i think shows there's a lot of empathy with that show they they a lot of times there's sometimes where yeah it's just it's it it's kind of hard but most of the most of the time there's a lot of empathy and the chance for someone to not only apologize but kind of see where they're from or like where they're coming from with catfishing yeah they they try to dig into it a little bit and Mm -hmm. get to the root of root of why they might be doing it Uh uh-huh and i think that's something that's really good about the show because you can see there are people who don't want to talk about why they're doing this Mm -hmm. or they they don't want to go further into it and you can really just see them trying and i think that's something that's really effective about this show me too yeah i agree so the show currently is hosted by Nev Shulman and Cami Crawford. Uh, Max jo- Joseph was the co-host for seasons one through seven, about halfway through season seven. He left to pursue his filmmaking career, and his spot was filled by various co-hosts that, such as L. King, Kamiko Glenn, Nick Young, Slickwoods, etc. One of those was Cami Crawford. It seems like he... After leaving, he's mostly directed and written short films, and he directed a documentary released in 2021 with HBO Max called 15 Minutes of Shame that looks at public shaming in modern day culture. So it seems like he's a much more of a documentary filmmaker, and you could tell by his role on the show. That yeah, he's, well, yeah, this yeah. is all documentary. Well, mm-hmm. reality TV, but documentary. I mean, I think they blur yeah. the lines a lot of the times with that. So I could, I totally see that. I think this one counts a little more towards documentary mm-hmm. than most reality TV shows might. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's Jersey Shore. No, but so Cammie Crawford co-hosted for a few episodes in season seven before joining the main cast in the eighth season. And like Nev, Cammie was also catfished. She was catfished by a close friend of hers, which I found in an interview with her with Showbiz Cheat Sheet. I love the cheat sheet. Cheat sheet gives me all the dirt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But before Catfish, she was actually Miss Teen USA 2010. And then in 2015, she received a degree in communications and media from Fordham University and pursued career in TV and hosting. Uh, She was signed as a model with Jag Models. She was on an episode of Hell's Kitchen in 2012. As like a like a judge or something or I don't know. Maybe she was brought on because she was Miss Teen USA. Okay. She doesn't really seem to have a culinary background from what I found. So I don't think she was a contestant. I mean, I would say yes. I'm I don't know anything about food, but if I can go eat, yeah, and get <laughs> yelled at by Gordon Ramsay, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, if not as long as long as I'm cooking, I don't want to cook for him. That'd be awful. Oh, yeah, no, no. Uh, but she was also on the Rip the Runway TV special in 2011, which featured designer fashion and music performances. And then I found an interview with her from July of 2022 from the Skinny Confidential podcast. And they asked her how she was discovered slash, you know, how she got on Catfish to begin with. And she said that when she was in college, she would do local news segments and she would constantly be sending her reel out to different places. And eventually she planned on moving to LA from New York. And the same week that she was going to move, she got a casting call from Catfish and they asked her to guest host two episodes after Max's departure. And she was a fan, but she was skeptical that it was just like a scam, but she went to go film it anyway. And then that last they... catfishing thing really like stuck with her. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I mean, me too. I would. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd be skeptical too. They, the show eventually asked her to come back and eventually Nev asked her to become the permanent guest host because of the chemistry that they had together. Hmm. So Nev is the one that asked her to be the guest host. That's nice. And then just a few more things. Uh, So the production of the show, according to casting director Michael Esposito, they would receive more than 100 applications a day. Mm. And often the catfish was the one that would make first contact with MTV to be on the show. Guilty conscience or... Yeah, guilty conscience. Like they kind of like, well, they just want to... Like they want to end it. And there's Mm -hmm. so many times in the show with so many catfish people where they say, I didn't know how to end it. I didn't know how to, to stop talking to them. I didn't know how to tell them the truth truth mm-hmm. and i guess this is, their, this is their way of doing that i think it's so much yeah. easier to go hey i'm a catfish and then just delete the account yeah just <laughs> which a lot of them try to do message them and just block them and that's just the whole thing them. like i feel like it's so much easier than <laughs> putting yourself on tv but that's just me yeah that's just me you're right one of the episodes that you picked max was literally like why didn't you just like post it on facebook or something mm-hmm. and he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> just to for the credibility of the show Max and Nev are not given any information about the catfish. Mm-hmm. They do have to find it themselves and like try and find this person themselves. Even though most of the time the catfishes have already agreed to be on the show, they don't know when Nev and Max are coming mm-hmm. 
to me that makes sense because it they don't they they seem so calm when they get there but they're like still a little like off guard because they didn't know that they were coming that day yeah exactly there's a lot of it that makes sense because one it's keep it kind of like authentic between neve and max trying to find the person because sometimes they're way off and like i read an article where like a producer said like sometimes they're just so off and that's okay because the show's gonna go where it's gonna go I don't really know how they fix it because like there's so many times where they have to travel <laughs> yeah. it's like I don't, they're like we're not gonna fly them to Florida when a person's in Washington <laughs> you yeah. know yeah so, exactly um, I don't know how that works specifically but they I did read that article where they said um they don't know they have to investigate themselves and two mm-hmm. it's also that thing of you can't just find someone and try because you know how it's convenient in every episode where they end up finding a phone number or messaging that per that catfish going hey it's even max we were like we are here with so-and-so who would like to meet you mm-hmm. and they end up meeting them and it's almost like it's almost every time like 99 percent of the time they agree to meet with them mm-hmm. that just doesn't happen and i always assumed a paycheck was mentioned at some point to them but i'm guessing now it's because they were the first ones to write in first so that makes a lot of sense I would almost be more embarrassed as the person who was being catfished to be on the show. Because you'd, you'd even catch a hint. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part that I actually wanted to ask. How do they get the person who's being catfished involved if the catfish is the first person to write in? They probably tell them when they write in who they're catfishing. Mm. I guess they, they would probably have to see if the person being catfished even wants to be on the show before yeah. they can do anything, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really see much about getting the person being catfished on the show as much as I did getting the catfish on the show. That's the part that kind of confuses me is like, what's that process like? And what's that process mm-hmm. telling that person like? And then how much is the rest of it? You know, I'm not saying, and yeah. I remember reading an article saying it's not every episode where that catfish wrote in but it is a few of them mm-hmm. like a good majority so it is a lot of people who are thinking they're getting catfish right again but a lot of them are the catfishes right in. so I guess it just depends on the situation I don't know Nevin Max not having information I guess they frame all of them as if the person being catfished is the one to contact them so I, they had they had to have talked to the casting director at one point I guess is what I'm yeah, saying I'm, I'm sure that's a whole process itself yeah I remember them saying like they will rewrite emails that the catfish sent in or wh- whoever wrote in to fit um, a more anonymous anonymous yeah anonymous air about it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good question because I didn't really think about how they got them on there. Anyway, this show does not seem as nearly as manipulated as most reality TV show shows. Not entirely. I do think, you know, uh, we'll get to that in a minute, actually. I'll bring that up yeah. in one of the episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the last the last big thing I had on here was just some of the spinoffs that uh, came from this show. There was a show called Ghosted, Love Gone Missing, about people trying to find former friends or romantic partners after being ghosted by them. And mm-hmm. I watched, I think it was Danny Gonzalez do like a video about this show. And the one episode he picked it was like the guy that was going on there because he was ghosted just seemed like he deserved to be ghosted and by the time they found the girl and she explained it that that guy deserved to be ghosted honestly was he creepy it was like he was a comedian and he did stand up and he wouldn't let the girl he was seeing at the time come to do come to a stand up show and All he like right. made a joke about her having daddy issues or something and it was like in very poor taste and she saw a clip of it and just like never talked to him again and like completely ghosted him oh, he's a jerk they play the <laughs> They play the clip and I was just like, yeah, I would have ghosted him too. Yeah. Ghosting is such a weird topic. Because it comes off of that idea that you don't have, you don't owe anybody an explanation ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other <laughs> show that was a spinoff from Catfish was Catfish Trolls, where internet personalities would confront trolls who had been harassing them. And it only aired for three episodes before getting canceled in 2018. Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> I can't imagine that show going very well. I can see that show being really stupid and really irritating. <laughs> I could see it spawning more trolls yeah, against these people. It's just, <laughs> yes. And I can't, I don't think for that show, it might be a good thing. But like, I don't know if that's enjoyable for anyone else to watch. No, it just feels a little too like, 
I don't know. I feel like you would come off. It's really easy for you to come off badly as the internet personality in that situation. Like you could come off as the dumb one pretty easily. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see your point. I see your point. I just feel like that's just stupid. I feel like that just that concept of that show is kind of dumb. It is. To literally give the attention to trolls, which is the whole reason why they're trolling. That's what they want is attention. And that's why you should block people. Is that is there you go, exactly. Uh but there were some international versions of Catfish. Uh there's a UK version that has two seasons and I don't know if it's still going, but it said 2021 to present hmm. on Wikipedia. Yeah. There's a Colombia version that aired for two seasons from 2014 to 2015. There was a Chile version that was three seasons and it's 2015 to the present i don't know if there were breaks in there uh there's a brazil version that went for three seasons over the span of a year oh <laughs> i mean that's the thing like this is they just let them all out all the whole year They're yeah just like, like i mean they must have had so much content then you know but like yeah. this literally could like this could be for every place on earth mm-hmm. you know the show is anywhere with internet could do this exactly so i get yeah i totally understand that sounds interesting i almost want to go and see like like different versions the other ones were on uh hulu whenever i looked oh, up really Catfish to, to watch the episodes the other ones popped up i think uh chile is on there oh okay or maybe it was brazil one of those is on there but there's also um catfish mexico which has mm. one season and was from 2018 to the present i'm just guessing there's some big production breaks between some of these or mm. they like went on hiatus or something or well imagine you also have to think because america's <laughs> america's different uh covid restrictions in different countries and what that's policies true. they have yeah that's true if you can interact with people mm-hmm. you know face to face or you have to go through the internet so i'm wondering if that's part of it um i don't know they probably just yeah yeah, no, you're right. Because I know, yeah. The fish people can wait. <laughs> the fish people can wait. <laughs> and then, I don't know if you wanted me to talk about this one real quick. Oh, you can, because I, I knew you did that, so I didn't really go in that area. Uh, so I went on a rabbit hole on this one just so I could make sure I had all the information, but we mm-hmm. decided to just kind of cut it down to this paragraph. It's one of those subjects that you don't really want to speculate on a little too much. Mm-hmm. But in May of 2018... The production of season seven was suspended due to sexual misconduct allegations brought against Nev, and the suspension was lifted after the allegations were found to be not credible. Um, If you want to look more into that, I suggest you doing that on your own. I dug all over the place. There's a few video essays breaking down the video that Aisha Morgan, who came out against them made and you can develop your own opinions on it but the M- i think mtv had a third party investigate it and they found it not to be credible so take that however you want mm-hmm. some people for like a second speculated it was max because he left during season seven but that was quickly just it was just a bad t- like it's bad timing, timing. Yeah. yeah because aisha did not mention a name she like said different names instead of saying one of them mm-hmm. but it was found as most likely against nev Hmm. but yeah the only the only other thing that i i think you might have it in your notes the thing about the the girl at neb's college oh yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't write that down though yeah so i i guess just to just to be transparent we can mention it so it's not like yeah, we're, yeah. we're not including anything cause... yeah so there's two different sides to this story as always and both people have come out and said things about it but allegedly nev punched a girl in the face at a college party he claims that she was trying to grab his camera and he thought that she was a dude so he like punched her she claims he like beat her up i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. but he got quickly taken off of the campus afterwards wasn't he expelled i don't know if he went to that school for or if he was just at a party at that <laughs> he school was just but there. It, he was just there but it was sarah lawrence uh <laughs> so i don't he punched somebody and he, yeah he did he did do that he did, he did do that he did do that <laughs> but that's all i have for my notes did you want to yes I, for background information, I do have a fun little fact to share. Cute, fun. So, and this is from the website. I don't know where this big link came from, but it, the title of this article that I saw is How Did the Turn Catfish Come to Mean Internet Imposter? And it was by uh, Natasha from hot1047.com. Mm-hmm. Is this talking about the, the husband of uh, the catfish from the documentary? Mm hmm. So where the turn came from comes from the original, the documentary about mm-hmm. me finding his catfish. So, um, and they quote, Natasha quotes in this article, it's a moniker 
originated from a metaphorical anecdote Angela's husband Vince used to describe her in the doc. And Angela's the catfish that was catfishing Neve in the documentary. Yes. He says that when live codfish were shipped in vats from Alaska Alaska to China, they were paired with catfish to keep them active and thus maintain the quality of the fish. Angela then is his catfish. She makes the lives those around her interesting. By extension, she catfishes Neve. And Vince's history lesson, according to the Boston Globe, is rather fittingly a myth itself, <laughs> uh, circulated by fiction writers Henry Nevitson and Charles Marriott in 1913 okay that makes that makes sense it seems a lot less nefarious than the way that it ended up being used after the documentary exactly and and i don't think um her husband was trying to lie i think he just probably heard that and no yeah yeah just apply that to her and it still makes sense it still applies like even even though it's a myth it's still it sounds like a dad story you know it does exactly so it still applies like the catfish so interesting like i want to you've said this before but i do want to do the documentary one day oh yeah i want that to be like uh, that's on our list at some point to do it's a good documentary (laughs) it really is and it's there's so many moments where it's so cringeworthy oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah awful Mm -hmm. and i you know what's funny i watched that documentary years ago yeah and i started watching catfish and didn't realize they were the same people I thought they were. I thought they were basing it off of it. I didn't know Neve was, was the catfished one. What? Yeah, exactly. I remember being excited for the premiere of the show because my sister and I had like watched the premiere of the documentary on MTV. Oh my god! Uh, so my next subject is like, what works with this show? And in my opinion, I think it's a lot of it's the drama. Mm-hmm. People love the drama. I think that's why I kind of label it as reality because it is. Yeah, yeah it's, it's real people, real stories. You know it checks the boxes yeah. but it also has that like air of it needs the drama yeah exactly and i think also the the investigation style of it of like tracking down someone i think yeah. it's very interesting that way i think people learned a lot <laughs> and i learned everything i know from catfish yeah like trying to f- finding people linking to their accounts finding who they're talking to reverse image search like first yes exactly this show is perfect for people who love drama and gossip and snooping and secrets and snooping absolutely i think what else works with this show not only just like the shock factor and the snooping and mm-hmm. like that all works and that's all great but it's just like also there's a kindness to this show mm-hmm. with most of the time yeah from neve especially neve's i want to talk about them in a second yeah uh, well i was talking about now neve is such the neutral person in the show mm-hmm. max can be such an instigator yeah and su- and can really just nail down on people like yeah he's like he, hard he's he'll like analyze them in a second and be like so you're doing this because of this and that's why i love him that's why i love him he's yeah. so real he's so he's saying everything neve can't exactly and that's why and that's why they work well together because mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have the wild card that's max yeah and then there's Neve, who's very neutral, calms the situation down when it gets too crazy, wants to hear from both sides. Yeah. Definitely. Even from, like, people who are being catfish, like, he doesn't really ask for their understanding, but, like, he does, is like, hey, let's go hear them out, and let's go... Yeah. Let's go talk to them, let's get closure. He allows them the choice to, do you want to talk to this person? Yes. I think that's nice that they at least, like, get a choice and they aren't, like, forced to go talk to this person. Oh, No. And from what I know from the show, no one's forced to do anything. Yeah, even the even the catfish, like even the catfish people, because yeah, and he's even nice to them a lot. Of the t- a lot of the times he is. There's some there's some cases where someone's just being a jerk. Yeah, he he'll hear them out at least. Yeah, he'll still hear them out. Yeah, like those. There's still gonna be a conversation. There's still gonna be digging of like, why do you do this? And yeah. and you get to hear that you know like. Some people are just going through a really rough time, mm-hmm. and this is what their escapism was. Yeah. Or this is what they did to, and there's an understanding with that a lot of the times. There's a lot of, like, talks of, like, you know, well, let's find you help. They always go, like, this isn't the answer. Yeah. What you're doing is hurting other people. It's probably hurting yourself as well. Exactly. And it's very understanding. There's a kindness to the show most of the time. Mm-hmm. They try at least. They approach it that way. They do try. Exactly. It's not like, and I think that's what it is at the end too, is like, mm-hmm. it's not just this 
like just go bash this person for yeah. you know being horrible or something but it's like it's um it's nice in that way i think another thing that's part of that is they give the catfish a chance to kind of redeem themselves too a little bit and mm-hmm. yeah. as much as they can as much as you can and there's a lot of times where i'm like i kind of just feel bad for that person i don't think they're and like i don't think a lot of the catfishes or the people who catfished were even bad people yeah. i think they were just you know they just kind of did not okay stuff but they you know they learned from it yeah exactly exactly that was for what works and then i guess what we like is like the same this was the same thing i was saying yeah the show shows the human side of people oh yeah and we all make mistakes and we all do you know not so smart things yeah we hurt people sometimes but i think we it can be fixed it can Mm -hmm. be redeemed Mm -hmm. you can apologize you can stop what you're doing and take accountability. Exactly. They try their best to show how somebody could end up like that, could end up catfishing somebody. Mm, yeah. Or end up in the catfish's place. At the end of like every single one, every person's always like, I'm just not going to get on the internet for a while. Or like, I'm not going to befriend somebody mm. I never haven't met in person on the internet or start a relationship I've never met with someone over the internet. Exactly. I think it taught a lot of people in our age group a little bit more about being careful on the internet. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine? Because there's some episodes where it's actually that person and like they're not actually a catfish. Yeah. Could you imagine being so hot that somebody's like, hmm. You can't be real. You can't be real. <laughs> <laughs> there's no that way. So funny. Well, a lot of times when, when they're doing episodes like that and there's there's like suspicious behavior like, oh, their webcam never works so they can't FaceTime or or talk on the internet or hey we plan to do this and they never showed up mm-hmm. like you know like that and it's like this has to be a catfish because what what person who's saying they are who they are would and do just a shitty thing like that you know likes you so much that they want to talk to you but isn't finding mm-hmm. a way to talk to you like you know like because i've seen people like jump through so many hoops just to like talk uh-huh. to somebody who's even just an internet friend like they're not even like a relationship yeah exactly and a lot of times, I'm not saying all of them, but just like the few ones I'm thinking of, like they're just like most of the time, they're just shitty dudes. <laughs> they're shitty dudes and more than likely, and they won't say it, but I'm betting it's because they have a girlfriend. They already yeah. have a girlfriend or they have a, they already have a significant partner. Or they're talking to a bunch of people or like. And they're talking to a bunch of people. They're not catfishing. They're just. They're just shitty. You know, yeah. They're just shitty. They're, they're just, just shitty player. people. Yeah. Exactly. So even though it's not a catfish, it's still like, it, it almost makes it more shitty. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you think does not work with this show? Um, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I think they like have pretty much all their bases covered, you know? I mean, the show, and I have a formula that I wrote down. Okay, let's hear it. So the formula is like basically like, you know, they get the email, whoever needs help. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a catfish. Sometimes it's, you know, normally it's someone who wants to find out if they're being catfished. Exactly. They get in contact with that person. They meet the person who sent the email. We get to hear about their, who this person is, what's going on with them, why they're meeting people online, how they met this person online. And they show a picture of them, who it is, their messages, which I find very revealing. <laughs> like in the show, because yeah. a lot of times they're reading, they're going through them and reading. And it's like, oh my gosh. Okay. I would die. I would, I would die. die. I'm like that's the one part of the show. I'm like I I was a participant. I'd be like you are not reading. You are not reading what I've written to someone else. I'll send you screenshots of ones I pick out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but no, because Neve will just grab the phone and start scrolling, out, and that gives me so much anxiety. Yeah, they look through the the interactions, and then what next? You know, give detail about what this person says, who they are. Mm-hmm. Neve and Max head to a coffee shop with free Wi-Fi because Neve is cheap and will not. Or like the hotel Wi-Fi or something. Just... Exactly. They'll he they only go to three star hotels. Yeah. That's like the max they'll go to, mm-hmm. which is so funny. That is really funny, and I understand, especially at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Especially at the beginning, because like you know, it wasn't as big. I, I can't believe that they give him they give them much of a production budget other than like airfare and like hotel and I'm yeah exactly because I can't imagine anything else is that much expensive yeah. other than paying for crew and equipment and and you don't need that much crew I no you really don't it's yeah exactly even Max do their investigation they figure out some stuff sometimes they don't at all it just it really depends on the situation yeah uh then they take what they find they go back to that person they let them know. <laughs> whether they're being catfish or not or if what they think yeah what they think and then they get in contact with the person 
somehow through a phone number they found through messaging them usually you know the person who is being catfished has some sort of contact yeah or sometimes they find a phone number and they get in contact with them or they message them and they give them a number they arrange where to meet up where to go either at their house or it's always sometimes sometimes it's always in a park yes and uh they meet the person there's always that tension of waiting you know, like whether knees walking up to the door. It's always very tense whether knees walking up to a door or waiting in a park and a car pulls up and they're like, is that the person? Is that the person? And then the big reveal, mm-hmm. is it a catfish? Is it the person we're talking to? Is it someone they know? There's so many different circumstances. Yeah, so many different outcomes and so many different outcomes. And, and then tones down to like, why did you do it? What reasons? What was your reason? Yeah. Are they apologetic? Do they regret it? Are they going to work on themselves and not do that anymore? Yeah. Does the person that got catfish forgive them? Are they going to are they going to move forward with their friendship? Are they just probably not going to? Is it just going to fizzle out? Probably. Mm-hmm. Most of the times it does. But yeah, and that's generally the show and then and then they have a catch-up at the end and you get to know what they're doing and if if they're in contact with one another or not and sometimes there's ones that they're not any of the ones we picked but there are ones where i could did not see the person who got catfished keeping in contact with the other person it is interesting and i think it really just depends on how i guess how authentic the um friendship or the relationship was and just how much they enjoy talking to one another and i guess like the recovery Mm -hmm. do you trust this person after that and whatnot but do you want to go ahead and we can start talking about the episodes that we picked yes do you want to go first or yeah we can we can just go in order so i guess that would be the episode i picked first Mm -hmm. so i picked season one episode four titled jasmine and mike and it aired in december of 2021 so i'll just give a quick rundown on what happens in this episode so jasmine has been texting mike for two years and thinks he would be perfect stepfather to her son and although they live like 15 minutes apart they've never met up in person and she's talked to him on the phone like twice but they were very short mike turns out to be a girl named missy who jasmine knew in real life and miss missy and jasmine they like met at the mall and then they started talking and realized they were dating the same guy uh Josh, aka Triggs, and Missy created the fake profile of Mike to keep Jasmine from being around Josh, you know, so she could have him. And in the epilogue of the episode, you see that Jasmine has put her interest in finding romance on hold. Instead, she's focusing on spending time with her kid and focusing on school. And Missy has made the decision to adopt her niece because it's brought up that her her sister was in prison. So she adopts her niece and became her legal guardian. And Missy stopped catfishing people, according to her. And Jasmine and Missy have, did not have contact after they appeared on the episode. So I found a few things on a Reddit AMA. And if you don't know what that means, it's an ask me anything. And people who are like from TV shows or podcasts or just like are from something big or some like big news event that happened, they'll go on the subreddit for that topic and like say like ask me anything and they'll just reply to people's questions. So I found one for Catfish. So someone with the username Tucker Baby from nine years ago, they asked whose story from the first season affected them most, either positively or negatively and why. And Max replied and said that the story that affected me most from season one was probably Missy and Jasmine. He said that it caught them off guard and they were horrified when Missy walked out and confronted Jasmine the way she did. He said it was straight out of a soap opera, like a bad soap opera or something. And he said it was hard to believe that someone would catfish someone else out of revenge or malice. And Jasmine was really broken up about it. And they were too. And then when they were alone with Missy, she seemed so smart and together. And she has so much more potential to be a better person is what Max felt about it. Mm -hmm. The user Boundy by 1NK from nine years ago asked, what is the worst case you guys have ever had to deal with? Oh, And Nev answers probably Jasmine and Missy's episode. They had no idea about Jasmine's past with Missy and never considered that she would have done all of that to get revenge on her and felt bad that they unknowingly set up Jasmine for such an embarrassing and upsetting situation. Yeah. Seems to be the episode that a lot of people got hooked on this show from. Yeah. I can understand that. So I, I guess, do you have any thoughts about this specific episode with Missy and Jasmine? Missy, I remember Missy's story being really, really sad. And that's what I was trying to talk about earlier is like, there's, you know, deeper reasons why people do this. And yeah, she was angry. Yeah. She had a lot of probably anger and sadness mm-hmm. and grief yeah. going on. And 
I understand why you would take that out on someone else. Yeah, it's not the it's not the ideal option, but you could see how somebody mm-hmm. would get there. Because mm-hmm. personally, I would have catfished Josh. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He was a two-timer. No kidding. But I think it's just one of those things where I think what Max says, like you really, f- you feel for that person and you mm-hmm. really, you really do. And did you ever see the, they actually did Where Are They Now mm-hmm. episode? And they went back to both Missy and Jasmine and they got to see where they were. And I, th- I think they both had babies at the time or at least had like children that they were raising. It's probably her niece that she had adopted. Exactly. So it's nice to know that they are doing better. Mm-hmm. They're happier. They turned things around for themselves. and Absolutely. And it's really nice to know that. It's very mm-hmm. sweet. So I think with that episode, it's funny at first, especially mm-hmm. when it comes out, she goes to the flower, she throws the flower. So. She didn't take my flower. I threw it at her. <laughs> it's sad, huh? It's, yeah, it's, it's goofy at first. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this is just dumb. But, yeah. you know, like, there's a reason why she did it. And it's not yeah it's not for anything good and it's not something i you know i would say she feels proud of now and yeah it's somehow you you ended the episode feeling bad or like empathizing with both of them yeah but oh yeah especially both of them because you know uh jasmine didn't do anything really no for missy at first you're like wow she is unhinged like this this is Mm. unhinged behavior but you get to see why she's doing it (laughs) yeah you understand her as a person more. And I guess that's what I meant by like they they give them a chance for redemption and they give them a chance to like be humanized a little more yeah. instead of just being this anonymous villain. villain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This episode had a lot more like heart. Heart. Yeah. Than is expected. But I think that goes for a lot of the episodes too. Oh, yeah. Like this is a this is just a good example of it. There mm-hmm. are gosh countless of episodes mm-hmm. where it shows basically the same thing like yeah. countless i would say a good majority of them yeah also i just wanted to mention that it's sad huh is like a is a meme that's that used to be used from this episode mm-hmm. and also there's a tiktok audio from this specific episode <laughs> where jasmine's asking missy you did this for what and then missy just goes why not why not but why? But why? <laughs> why not? So you've probably heard that TikTok audio if you're on TikTok at all. But there are a lot more uh, memes and stuff from this show than people may realize. Oh my gosh! I the next the next episode as an example. Literally, my, the episode <laughs> I picked, I picked like one of the most memeable ones. We both managed to do that, like they're but they're so good. They're yeah. really great episodes, and I mm-hmm. you know, and if we're gonna do this, we might as well pick the really popular episodes, the hard hitters. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. But outside of you know, the reasons why Missy did this and like her reasoning behind it. I just, I would have catfished Josh. Clearly you were being <laughs> yeah. two-timed. You were being two-timed. It's not ja- it's not Jasmine's fault. This was for me, one of the, the episodes I remember the most as well. Mm-hmm. But the next iconic episode is from season two episode. I don't know what happened. I don't know if an episode got deleted or something. Different places will say it's episode 10. And different places will say episode nine. But it's the, um, Artist and Jess episode. Description of this episode. It's five months ago, Artist met Jess, a blonde beauty online. Artist and Jess each were in relationships, but believe they'd found true love. Artist is finally ready to meet Jess in person, but is Jess everything that she says she is? And Jess is not. Jess is actually Justin. And this episode's kind of weird. I'll start from the beginning. So like Dave and Max get go and meet Artist, who's actually who is in a relationship mm-hmm. with his girlfriend. They have children and and they're not happy and even max make him quote unquote break up with her or be honest with her or be honest with her about what's going on so they can continue to move forward mm-hmm. and so they do and they're realizing all these images from jess are from like different websites and this is not a real person porn they're reaching out to other people that they've also never met mm-hmm. and they know that that she's not real don't pick the location of the this tiny ass town that has like 20 people if you're going to be a fake person exactly exactly i actually forgot where it's located in illinois it's in illinois it's like starts with an oh. m it's like miss something so yeah they figure out this is not a real person so yeah. when they do meet at a park it's justin and he comes in at an absolute 10 11 even and it's the first thing he does is come forward to all of them and just start slow clapping. So that should give you an indication. I'm wearing the pants in this one. <laughs> Gets in his face. He starts. He goes, you come over here. <laughs> like he is so aggressive and awful. Mm-hmm. And it's it's laughable. 
Neve's laughing in that in yeah it's uncomfortably funny it's uncomfortably funny and to me when I saw it it's a little it's a little acted it's a little scripted I'm not saying the show scripted it I do believe he that person did I think that person knew what they were doing and Based on what I actually found about this episode. He was making TV. He, yes, he was making TV. So what's interesting about this episode is like when I was trying to find where they are, where are they now? um, I found a Tumblr post that was not really an article because I don't know if anyone gave it the time of day really. But by the time this came out, it was like a year after the episode aired. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was a video of Artis and Justin. They're hanging out in the parking lot in front of a car, in front of a Mustang that neither of them own. <laughs> so they're hanging out in front of this car. And they it's like a 13-minute video of them of them ranting and raving. They they were friends before the episode aired. They knew each other. Oh. They planned the whole episode. So it's like okay. one of those early ones where they probably didn't catch it. Because I was about to say. The way he comes up to him is so like there's no way this person exists in real life. It's so it's so fake. When you watch rewatch this episode, to me, I was like, of course they know each other. And the way artist is reacting is like oh my gosh oh oh wow i can't believe that you know yeah. it's so they're not good actors <laughs> this episode is just it's really funny in that way the tumblr post was like they had been friends mm-hmm. they faked the episode <laughs> they're hanging out with each other so they they do know each other and they go on to like make crazy comments and allegations specifically towards neve and mtv it's never towards max which is so funny to me yeah. <laughs> they expected jobs to come from this episode and they never got them which is very funny that what? they just thought they were gonna your, act- your acting was not good i'm sorry <laughs> it was not that good i'm sorry they both thought they were gonna get jobs from ntv they would constantly be calling and texting me why they had their his number i'm not sure and i really don't believe that they ever did i think they had a number from ntv yeah. i don't think it was neve though i think they thought it was neve i could not believe that they would neve would give out his real number to these people exactly or yeah no kidding or like i really don't believe that because i know he does message people and i can't remember specifically in this episode i think he does call him but there's no way that's his his personal phone number that he's just gonna start giving out to he has he just has a second cell phone it's so easy to set up like a google phone number yeah exactly he probably has a google phone number they're free they're literally free exactly or like the fact that Neve never blocked him <laughs> like you yeah. know just would just never but they would spam Neve's phone and ask for like why they didn't have jobs or like when they were gonna fly when they were gonna get flown out to LA to start working what do they think this show it's a reality tv show about catfish it's not i don't know what they thought it's not an acting gig but that makes a lot more sense why his like girlfriend immediately started working things out with him after or working things out with him exactly like oh they magically got back together and it's all working out fine yeah with artists yeah exactly i guess that that changes some of the notes that i had about this episode a little bit Mm -hmm. but like the way that he comes in i guess this is his acting Mm -hmm. but it's like the epitome of like a white man with high levels of undeserved confidence yeah i could believe that somebody would seriously act like yeah the way he did like i understand like if this were real i understand the energy of wanting to like teach a cheater a lesson but max whenever he gets left alone with him and neve like goes, he's like i don't want to talk to this guy he literally is like i don't want to talk to this guy i <laughs> i too would not want to talk to this guy yeah and like i appreciate that if this were real that he was admitting how crazy he was being and i guess that kind of lends to the feeling i was getting of like this weird sense of like self-awareness that he has mm-hmm. the dog thing is fucking hilarious and they're like whose dog oh is that and he's like does it matter and he's like no no whose dog is that and he's like does it matter, does it matter? come in come <laughs> in <laughs> i said that too because i laughed i cackled when i yeah because it's so such an odd interaction it's, it's insane. so odd it's like a bit it's the most mac from always sunny in philadelphia thing yeah I've, you know, do you remember like Filthy Frank, that YouTuber Filthy Frank? I think so. He's Joji now, the, the musician. Oh, I do. Oh, I do know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's that type of 2010s YouTube personality <laughs> yeah. that he has, where it's like, mm-hmm. this is how I described it when I was watching it. I said, the weird alt-right pipeline incel type of guy who thinks he's being self-aware, but is actually just coming off like a psycho. Like he mm-hmm. knows why he's like this and has an idea of how people perceive him, but doesn't adjust his behavior in response to that. And he just leans into who he is because he believes that there's no fixing 
who you are Oof, yeah in that video and i didn't watch all the video but if you google artists and jess where are they now from catfish it's like the top link that's a tumblr post the video is attached he makes comments about like like he just makes weird like like uh, it's like home it's like toxic masculinity homophobic kind of things like he makes fun of me for doing yoga because he says yoga is a woman thing for them to decompress for so maybe he should try that because exactly seems like he's got a lot of things to get out he says some other offensive stuff like this guy isn't a good dude like he is like i don't know what exactly to call him but he is like go read the transcript like it says it right there so before you told me the information about it being planned Mm -hmm. the profile of jess is literally like the epitome of like what a man in that era thought that like a dream woman was yeah so that's just fucking hilarious that he's also just clearly a toxic person i don't know how he is now but oh he is and he was like saying like in the transcript so he would try to be he'd be spam calling neve and instead of neve answering be someone named dave Mm -hmm. it's probably like a producer or something yeah because it's not gonna be neve you're not calling neve and he called him like he was like it'd be some and quote quote like queer from named dave so he was he's not a good dude he's very offensive and horrible and they made weird allegations saying like how they knew neve was cheating on his girlfriend for some reason they were saying neve said weird stuff like what did you expect from this job for you to or like when are we gonna get flown out to la he's all like what do you expect for you to be my my pool boy or something and it's just like yeah they said that but there's no evidence of that yeah i don't so it's one of those things where like i think they're just there's clout chasers yeah it's just something like really like like i don't believe these dudes i really don't like the whole thing was fake to begin with i doubt any of this is real and they're also delusional they're very delusional in what they're wanting (laughs) if this was real justin would have gotten his in my opinion i feel like he would have been very likely to get his ass beat Mm -hmm. like justin especially just seems like horrible the last bit in this Mm -hmm. is like the last transcript from the video so they're just ranting and raving in this parking lot next to a car they don't own (laughs) and it just says the last thing justin makes 11 dollars an hour and would like us all to eat a dick So that should that should wrap up everything we need to know about Justin and what Yeah. It's like the the epitome of toxic men in the twenty tens. Like Yeah. Delusional. Just absolutely delusional. And like the funny the the big iconic line in this in this episode specifically is where Neve goes well you know you're pretending to be a woman online chatting to men are you gay and they don't do that so much anymore in the show they don't really press people like that they don't try to out people yeah they would a lot during the show and I think they had to learn like we should not be doing that you shouldn't out people on tv you guys you, sh- you should be yeah you can't be doing that yeah. but this was season two so and that happened this episode he goes yeah. no, no no I'm not gay I'm not gay he goes, well, you're doing this. You know, he explains it to him. He's like, well, you got me there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe. But that, yes, that is very um, Mac from Always Sunny. It's very Mac from Always Sunny. And that's yeah. the big iconic line mm-hmm. from this episode, if you didn't know, if you haven't seen it. Like yeah. that. And like, I've seen that gif for years and years and years being used. <laughs> very popular meme. You got me there. <laughs> what I wanted to know from this episode more than anything was what happened to Neve's foot oh i don't know like uh he runs marathons a lot like he's a very athletic guy so i'm probably sprained his ankle that's what i'm thinking like he did something to it because it was just wrapped it wasn't in a cast or anything no it sounds it sounds like he hit it against something or something or maybe just like stepped on it wrong i don't know he, it's probably just like a a, a light sprain and he just has to mm. keep weight off of it i don't know but i just thought that's like such a funny little detail in this episode that he's on crutches the whole time like exactly <laughs> well he's telling the story of what happened as he's brushing his tea so you don't know what he's saying yeah. and there's like there's little captions of what he's saying but it's very funny yeah now that i know that this was fake that makes a lot more sense because this is like the most like over the top encounter with yeah. a cafe because a lot of times they're really like they're pretty shy or sometimes they're confident but they're not saying a lot you know like yeah this is over the top like he runs up to him to like like almost like he's gonna fight him it's like it's so goofy it's like a bit 
it is that this is what i meant to mention with my episode that i was talking about like way earlier Mm -hmm. but i really like that jasmine and missy don't even get the chance to fight before like neve steps in and it like steps between them and is like we're not doing this like i appreciate that this show doesn't try to bait a fight from these people yes exactly it's that's not what they're here for and like also like i can understand from that from this show like that's gonna be a liability kind of thing i think everyone has to sign a waiver though so if something yeah did happen it wouldn't be on them but like they they don't want that that's not the content no. that they want if they wanted it they would let it happen and yeah exactly because that gets that gets people mm-hmm. watching but it's not it's not as like just to use for an example like a show like maury where they're literally like bringing these people on and exploiting mm-hmm. the shit they've been through just to get them to fight on television exactly like mm-hmm. this is like they're showing a window into a world that maybe you as an audience member haven't seen before or like mm-hmm. you wouldn't have access to otherwise in all of the episodes different areas of the country different types of neighborhoods different places different kinds of people you're getting a view into their world but they're not trying to show them at their absolute worst you know they're just showing them as they are and they're not gonna embarrass them on tv more than the fact that they they're catfishing somebody you know definitely but yeah that's that makes so much sense that they were faking it for for clout like i'll send it to you if i was in that situation would have beat the shit out of justin (laughs) he's just seems like such an annoying person but if he's already your friend you're probably a little bit like him yeah exactly that's why and like he immediately walks away Mm -hmm. you know too it's so easy to get him to stop being antagonistic Mm -hmm. suspiciously so yeah and when you're just watching it's like this is not normal behavior it's over the top and you would think like oh the show is up to this and like I guess not. It's like it's just something they didn't catch that they knew each other and they were planning it. It's really not hard to add a disclaimer after the fact. Yeah, that's true. A little surprising that MTV's never, from what you found, said anything about them faking this, you know? Yeah. I love the the Tumblr username. Oh, no, they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even see that. But I guess we would we'll never know what the show really thought of it or how much involvement they had because it seems like they screened people pretty thoroughly before putting them on the show. Yeah. And who who knows? Like, and again, this came out a year after their episode aired. So it's like kind of old news. I mean, I I can see how they wouldn't care or like, okay, whatever. They want to put this Mm -hmm. out. Because like they, and then this video, they say a bunch. (laughs) Like they say a lot of things. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe they were embarrassed and wanted to make it seem like they were faking it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then I can move on to the next one. Okay. Let me just say before you start, I was like, (laughs) I had never seen this episode before. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it's like they both, they both reached out about it. And then I kept going and I was like, never. I literally wrote never mind Because I was like, oh, this is a nice change of energy from the other two and then i literally the next note under that says never mind yeah this is one of those episodes where i think it's and i think neve says it as he's yelling at him like you are the worst case scenario when anyone thinks they're being catfish you are everyone's worst yeah max says max sorry max says it but i'll I'll get into that so season six and that's the season that i'm on right now Mm -hmm. season six episode nine it's ari and lanham yep that's such a what a weird name to pick as a fake name i've never seen that name before until now in this in this context so so for the first time ever neve and max receive emails from opposite sides of the same online romance each concerned that the other may be a catfish the guys are taken aback when one side decides to follow through with their marriage plans. So basically what happens to this episode, uh, this young girl, I think she's like 22 or 23 years old. She's yeah. pretty young. I think it was the the same with like Jasmine and Missy. They were both really young too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of very young people on this show. There there are. And that's for reasons, you know, like, I, yeah. you know, just young, young people meeting each other online, thinking yeah. they're meeting other young people. It's a wake up call situation, you know? It really is. This, if anything, this episode's a wake up call for anyone (laughs) this one kind of made my skin crawl a little bit and that's why i picked this one because usually they don't Mm -hmm. usually they're not there are episodes though yeah this one is so yeah they get two emails from the same online relationship from lanham and ari and just to break it down lanham is not who he says he is he is the actual catfish so it is one of those times where the catfish came forward first Mm -hmm. or i guess at the same time as ari yeah 
Yeah. And he says, because mm-hmm. we, we talked about that a little bit before, where there's some that like they they come forward because they're like, they don't know how to stop. And mm-hmm. he, he was saying that that's why he was coming forward to like, just mm-hmm. get to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And just a little nugget of insight for us. This is, this takes place in Texas, in DFW, uh, not too far from where we grew up it's actually in the neighborhoods of where we grew up yeah we were like 15 15 20 minutes from this area on a mm-hmm. on a good day uh, but this is like 30 minutes outside of dallas just seeing them it pop up and them going grapevine texas yeah <laughs> it's just... and i did not mean to when i picked this episode i forgot mm-hmm. it took place here so yeah. when i was watching the episode i was like oh wow oh, shit. Okay. that's the water tower and everything <laughs> oh i know the road they were driving on yes. like it, it's like it's pretty shocking yeah and the amount of times they came to grapevine in grapevine they, they went there twice to grapevine for two different cases of catfish oh my god so frequently in texas for this show there's nothing else to do in grapevine you can only walk Crazy. around south lake town square so many times and go to the lake yeah, exactly. so many times you know it's just a suburb exactly it really is there's not much i mean there's to do what there's to do but yeah the cities are like 30 minutes away but it's it's Can't like, drive there every day. It's, ex- <laughs> it's expensive to go do anything expensive in the cities. Traffic, exactly. Yeah. Oh, the traffic makes it not worth it. Oh yeah, it's just the Texas way. You won't drive forty minutes to go to Dallas, but you'll drive three hours to go to Austin on a on a whim. Yeah, no kidding. To me, that's the whole thing. Growing up in Texas, driving forty minutes to get somewhere is pretty like that's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Like that's just something you do. Most people do it for work every day. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. And I did do I did that for years. You did. I drove forty minutes to work. I drove to work that did not pay enough for me to drive to that place of work exactly i remember that was your most pissed off era oh it was a horrible job too god traffic (laughs) is on your top 10 of like most hated things you could experience yeah i don't like driving well i don't mind driving if it's fine but most of the time it isn't so yeah i always find it funny in shows when they use like the biggest city that's in proximity to a place to say where they are Uh because whenever they were in like georgia or they're in illinois they're talking about these tiny city names exactly dfw is the Dallas-Fort Worth area in between all that area. So it's including all the suburbs, but like they should have just said Grapevine. Yeah. I know there's more to this episode than just where it took place, but I just, the the minute I heard... I didn't even mean to. Because he (laughs) says, he lies and says that he lives in Austin and that is the most DFW thing to do to make yourself Mm -hmm. sound cooler to say you're from Austin. That's three hours away. You can't just keep lying about that. It's not like a... if If he said Dallas and he's from Grapevine, okay. All right. Fine. Okay lying but it's a lie but it's more realistic it's more it's like okay he's lying about austin dude you don't even that's not even the same area i got very excited i get excited when stuff i know is on tv i was like i've been on that road (laughs) i've seen that water tower (laughs) it's so weird seeing a tv show where it was filmed where you grew up because you're like that's so familiar Sorry. I know I just went on a, we went on a very big hometown rant there, <laughs> but like initially in starting this episode, I was like, oh, this is such a nice change of energy. Like I'm so hopeful. No, immediately. No, it's, this is probably on the top list of most cursed episodes mm-hmm. of, of like what the catfish ends up being and just how horrible and creepy they are. Cause there's a few of them like that. Yeah. I wouldn't say a lot, but there are definitely a few yeah. and this is definitely one of them. And I just recently saw it and I thought it'd be. Yeah. This one, as I said, made my skin crawl. I had a mm-hmm. fucking pit in my stomach when she said that she sent him nudes. Oh, oh, and that's the horrible part. And the other girls, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's really gross. Ari's like 22 or 23 years old. She's talking to this guy, and they both, they both emailed them to come and investigate. His brother, quote unquote, did. His brother did. And that's the weird part is like, he wants them to, inve- he he claims she's the catfish. He doesn't even say, I'm the catfish. I've been catfishing this girl. I want to meet her. Yeah. It's like his brother's concerned about him being catfished. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And what we find out, yeah, she was sending him pictures and mm-hmm. and it's really awful. And they figure out he's in Grapevine, Texas. And they mm-hmm. go to see him. And turns out to be a 43-year-old man. Older than her mom. Older than her mom. Who lied. He said he was he was 25. He mm-hmm. is not. He's 43. His real name's Marcus. He does not have a brother. Mm-mm. And I think he made up lies about like his brother dying of cancer. He got him confused. He's such a moron. He forgot whether one of them died in a 
car crash or one of them or if he died in the cancer so he told her both yeah he's such a moron he couldn't mm-hmm. even keep his story straight yeah and so he doesn't have a brother so yeah. none of that happened he just lied mm-hmm. and he was talking to other girls at the time too yeah doing the same thing to them there's one she said she ended it like two weeks prior to them calling her yes i think at one point he like he's talking to them he's like yeah i lied about the brother and both neve and max are like yeah we could tell from the very beginning that this wasn't <laughs> that there was no brother yeah it's like like, we're six seasons in dog like we know exactly (laughs) we know and this guy comes out and usually it's really funny with usually how they stand because sometimes some are closer than others some and it's usually the catfish who's like standing far back you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that i'm pretty sure in this one neve and max and ari are standing at least six feet in between this guy they want this is it's so horrible like it there's such a grossness to this yeah i could tell that she just immediately had a pit in her stomach and wanted to throw up. I would up. want to throw up if yeah. that's what came out of the house and that's the person that... She sent him nudes. Like, even that alone. Exactly. Even if she didn't send him nudes and was just, like, being open with this person, like, mm-hmm. I'm not in any way, I just want to say, I'm not in any way blaming her for sending nudes. No, 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 no. I totally understand because she was under the impression that this was a different person. Exactly. And I, I would throw up. I would throw up. Uh, in in this episode, it's one I I love Max because of his reactions to people, and this is one of this is one of my favorites because he literally he literally gets to say you are everyone's worst fear. Yeah, about being catfish, the bald forty year old man that everyone is worried that is on the other side, and it's so valid. Like if I was that man, I don't know how he continued to stand there and listen to that. I mean, because that's like. He- Neve is absolutely digging into him. He goes back inside at one point. He's like, I'm done. Like, he just goes back inside. Yeah, because he's awful. And yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you try, they try to, you know, they try to empathize with him. They try to, like, try and see his perspective. But he still thinks he has a fucking chance with Ari. He gets her. He got her. Yeah, he got her a ring. Like, Mm -hmm. the most disgusting, manipulative part of this, other than, like, he solicited nudes from these girls, is he tries to guilt trip her afterwards. Like, Mm -hmm. she's talking about how she, he messaged her and was like trying to make her like in her words guilt tripping her and trying to make her feel bad for not wanting him after that Mm -hmm. why in the world would you think you even had a chance after that but also it's the deception yeah you're not she's never gonna trust you you lied about everything you were talking to other women she has no interest in dating a 40 year old exactly it's (sighs) sorry it's so this one's very frustrating because this man again delusion mm-hmm. absolute delusion no i get i get yeah. what you're i get what you mean the last episode that we talked about if that were real mm-hmm. that would also be like this scary level of delusion but it's it was fake mm-hmm. allegedly allegedly fake allegedly mm-hmm. so that kind of takes out a little bit of the grossness of the situation but this one it's a guy who's done it to many people and mm-hmm. the way he does it there's no guarantee that he's not going to do this to somebody else. Oh, no. With the other people, it's like one person that they have targeted one time because they so- most of the time have some personal connection to this person or they just on a whim <laughs> decided to catfish this person, not out of malice, yeah. just out of entertaining themselves. This guy is getting stuff out of it that's so disgusting and so delusional and mm-hmm. so predatory and manipulative and disgusting. Who's to say he hasn't been doing this to girls younger than 18? Exactly. Just because these girls are of age does not make it any less creepy. Like, it'd be creepy if this was a 39-year-old woman he was doing this to. Yeah. And I don't think there was any redemption to be had with this guy. Exactly. Cannot empathize with this person. This is just a disgusting creep who should have gotten help a long time ago instead of Mm -hmm. projecting it off into other people and manipulating other people and ruining their lives and ruining their day and making them feel disgusting and making them unable to trust people in the future. Exactly. And in this episode, you can really tell Neve really taking a step back. Yeah, he's struggling to be. He is struggling to be kind because like, I think he even has some jabs for him. Mm Mm-hmm throughout like he's not being nice to him and i think he's really just desperately trying to show him like you are being delusional you are being yeah. creepy you lied about so many things yeah there's no coming back from this and it really just shows too that he he didn't realize or couldn't see that what he did was wrong yeah he doesn't think what he did was wrong because yeah. he thinks him and ari can still get be together yeah they can still 
uh, manage it. If she just knows who I am, then maybe she'll see me for who I am. No. At one point, he says to her, why? Just because I'm not that, I'm not the picture. Doesn't mean that any, all the conversations we had or whatever, like he tries to flip it on her on camera outside of like Mm -hmm. him trying to guilt trip her over text on camera and she's like i don't fucking know you dude you're lucky she's even here talking to you for more than five seconds Mm -hmm. most people would have turned around and gotten in the car people have done it for less on this show yeah they have it's an old dude sitting in his gross boxers at home like it's just like really off uh, uh, max really hits it on the head yeah when (laughs) yelling at him (laughs) yeah he asks him he's like are you gonna go to therapy over this you're gonna get some help and the guy's like no just by exposing myself i think i've done enough and he's like okay (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) he's like you don't think there's a deeper problem here Uh, the guy's just like nope just a moron it's just a moron they're obviously is something deeper but this guy's not at the point with himself that he even cares if there is there's not enough self-analyzation going on for him to even come near that he thinks that just because he lied about who he was that was the extent of or his image not even about who he was just his image yeah exactly but I was not expecting that from this episode. And I'm glad you picked it because I think that's an important thing that with this show, people forget that that's actually a thing that can happen. Because mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, like they're always hoping mm-hmm. it's the person they're talking to. And sometimes it is. It's rare, but it, yeah. It's rare. Yeah, That so that episode, and I tried to look up where they are now. I couldn't find anything about either. Yeah. I'm guessing there's not a lot going on with... It's a more recent one, too, yeah. It is a more recent one, yeah, so I, I don't really have it. I didn't really have anything for it. Yeah, that, that makes sense, because the other two that we picked were pretty old. Years had gone by, so yeah, there was, like, some updates. So, if you haven't seen Catfish, and you were to go watch those three episodes... Would they be compelling enough to make you keep watching? Yeah, let us know. And here's the thing. The show is such a variety. Every episode's different in its own way. Sometimes they get repetitive. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times there's some different stuff happening. It's a great comfort show. The show is great to just throw on when you need just something on the background and just to tune in every now and then. And you could tell as the seasons go on that they kind of figure out we have to keep it a little more interesting and who we're mm-hmm. bringing on and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But... This is kind of the opposite of what we plan on doing. In the future, it'll be more so like shows that the other one has never watched before, but we will Mm -hmm. occasionally do one that we've both seen and we'll both pick episodes and whatnot. But if there's any TV shows you want to suggest to us, we'd love to do an episode like this Mm -hmm. with a show neither of us have seen before. That would Mm -hmm. be really fun. So if you have any suggestions, you know the drill. You can reach us at Easy Big Takes on Instagram. Also, if you want to give us any feedback on this type of episode or our regular movie review episodes, feel free to DM us there too. We have a website with our transcripts that is easybigtakespodcast.com. And we also started putting a just overview of all the reviews that we give. And we also have them on Letterboxd. Also, Easy Big Takes on Letterboxd. That's where you can find us. Follow us over there if you have an account. Don't forget to leave us a review and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you so much for listening. My name is Kat. And I'm Riley. This has been Easy Big Takes, three-step Rex episode. We will be doing this once a month, but easy watching out there. Bye.